Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and A. Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and A. Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. The writers and Marley know what the final word is going to be. Absolutely. They're not making it up. Does the actor who plays A know that he or she is playing A? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, it was worth a shot. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus! I am in Academy right now. So. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me in any trouble. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Hey. Hey, you guys. Oh my that god, is I that what we're so doing? <laughs> that was so funny. Your face was hysterical. I turned it on right as she was like going to take a drink of water, but then she saw me looking at her and she did a like, you like snapped into action. You were like, <laughs> I did the classic like sitcom, like, turn around. Oh, there you are. Hi. I didn't see there. That was hilarious. Good thing I wasn't just like saying something horrifically personal or something. And I could definitely never edit no, that out. We no. would have to start right there. We're live streaming. We need to do that. I know. We said it so long ago, and I don't want to be a liar. No, it has to happen. Pretty little liar. You're a gorgeous little liar. You are. Thanks. Oh my god. Guys, how's everybody doing? How's everyone's life? How's everyone emotionally with no PLL this week? It's been really, like, I'm seriously trying. sad. Yeah. Like, it's we're. upsetting. We're podcasting at 8.30 and it doesn't feel right. No, it's still light out. It's very strange. Yeah. Ugh, I just want more episodes. This season's been so good. I think my hangover is just settling in at this moment. Can you guys <laughs> hear that at home? Did you hear, like, the thunder roll in? I literally can, can like, felt it. Sue, so you got to watch my snaps from last night. I think I did. You oh and Aaron gosh. were out very late. I remember Please? seeing one start at 2.48 a.m. or something. Oh, my God. God, you really went for it. It was her birthday. I was, it was, she was taking me out for her birthday, so I had to go. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, should we do the business? Yeah. So if you're listening to us, you're listening to us on Podbean, Stitcher, or iTunes. Thank you so much for downloading. Please give us a review. Um, any stars are great. We always love constructive feedback, and stars help people find us. And we need. I, I know that there's people out there who are still watching, who are feeling very lonely, and we want to be here with you and for you, and we want to talk to you. So um, please do that. And uh, as for the drink this week, um, there is none. (laughs) There is none because we're, well, I'm nursing hangover. I drank pretty steadily for the past few days, and I never really felt drunk. I just kind of, like, kept drinking. Sure. Because I was with my family on vacation, Um, my brothers and my sister's. Uh, my brother and my sister, rather, uh, all got together with their families, and uh, we hung out and sat by a pool and drank lots. It was great, but I also uh, got a lot of color, and I'm very dehydrated. You gotta refuel. Yeah, I kind of feel like if I was to drink tonight, I would get drunk immediately and then pass out. I wish that would have happened to me last night before like round number 11 or whatever <laughs> I, I want to read you guys quickly too we got three new reviews since yeah. last time um uh i'm like straining to read i'm very old oh lc said two stars they frequently get facts and character dialogue wrong i'm sorry lc which we're very drunk uh Usually. You're, you're very drunk um hbo 11 
said these girls provide hilarious color commentary for a show that I used to love and I'm now holding out hope we'll get better. Hold on hope with us. Hold on hope. And then um, other lovely, nice things. Thank you so, so very much. Thanks, Um, HBO. And then Mary Cilantro. Ooh. wrote, I've been listening to these girls for about a year now, and I think I look forward to this podcast every week even more than I look forward to actually watching PLL. Thank Aww, you. Thanks. So thank you guys very much for the constructive, lovely reviews. We love you each dearly. And I, I will say that, yes, sometimes we get facts and plot lines and stuff wrong, but I don't know. I feel like that's a genuine PLL fan thing. Yeah. You know, I there's so much, guys. As you know, if you're listening to this, You've probably been lost at some point watching this show <laughs> and wanted to figure stuff out. So um, we do apologize if we've ever led you down a rabbit hole the wrong way, but uh, we love you guys for listening. We love you for listening, and we're here for you this week on your PLL-less week to really dig in, because I wasn't here last week. Corey was here, because I was doing the Bustle live stream. So Corey Champion co-hosted. Um, and I thought the episode was very fun and cute. I love this episode. I it was, yeah, really fun. Oh, I met you guys last week on the podcast. Oh, this ours? Episode too. This oh, thank you. No, I really had such a great time working with Corey on the podcast. He really brought it. He yeah. came to get drunk He's and insane, he just had the most fun. Um, I finally got to see Corey's apartment. We had sangria. It was really just a lovely time and I'm really happy that it worked out that we got to work together I like that. I think he's watching. He will. Yeah. I think he will when he gets know. a chance. He's, he's so like busy. He's all over the place in a great way. Yes. Corey, don't give up on PLL yet. You're not going to listen to this. Anyways, um, well, see, this is going to be one of those episodes where we're not drunk and we're like more insane than ever. I feel like I'm already struggling to pronounce words. I'm struggling to think of the meaning of words. So... I just feel like I'm not my paying brain attention because it is oatmeal. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm setting up my Fitbit. <laughs> oh, stop! I it. got a new one, you guys. Got a to talk about. Okay, so this episode was magical. We talked about all the casseroles and the catchards next week, or I'm sorry, last week. See, fuck. I am. Maybe I'm still drunk, and that's a problem. Okay, so. One if of the first you things, are still drunk, that is amazing. I mean, it's probably the first sign of death, if that's the case. So, <laughs> um, we were talking during the episode, and then we were like, save it for the podcast, about ah, something. Phew! Sorry, guys. That's wow, how that's I sneeze. Adorable. That is really how I sneeze. <laughs> I know it's weird. <laughs> talking uh at the beginning of the episode about how mary drake says to Allie, well you know when i found out charlotte survived but then right after that found out she died i interpreted that that was confusing to us and i forget how much you guys delved into it last week if at all but i was i interpreted that when i watched it the first for the first time as like someone sitting down with mary after charlotte had died already mm-hmm. right and just kind of is, like, recapping for her almost of, like, okay, so here's what's been happening in your daughter's life. She, like, went crazy. She tried to kill some girls. She almost jumped off a roof. She didn't. She didn't jump off a roof. They sent her to a mental institution instead. And then she died. But that obviously isn't how that happened. Wait, so I what just happened? figured it out. Oh, my God. Guys, you're probably screaming at me right now, and I'm sorry. You're screaming at me because I'm the one who doesn't understand it either. Charles died. 
Oh, so she... And they were like, BT Dubs, Charles was now Shar Shar. Oh, my God. <laughs> so she, for years, thought that her son, Charles, died. Yeah. Oh. And I think that's how duplicitous I'm so- Mrs. D was. Because it's just like... Oh, hey, um, no, your son died. Ooh, sorry. Yeah, sorry about that one. Like, he totes killed himself at Radley. Is that what happened? I mean, I feel like, are we being insane? If we watch this episode one more time, do they give us more details and we just zoned out? I mean, all she no, does, have she we says, ever, or in previous episodes this season, have we come to understand? Have they given us the information about how Mary found out, like, no. How she knows anything about Charlotte? If she had a relationship with Charlotte? If well, she... it was supposed to be her child. Right. So she probably gave it up to her sister. But I mean, like, after she did that, I'm saying. Like, I'm saying, like, in then the years that, like, Charles became Charlotte, and, like, we have no, no information I think about how if Rollins, they had a relationship with Archer. Dunhill. Dunhill. It was like, this is the thing. Good news, your daughter was trans, your son was transgender, and she was reborn as Charlotte. Bad news, somebody just murdered her. Got it. Sorry, but we're gonna, <laughs> she made oodles of money, so we're gonna get that money. And she, and I loved her, and I want you to have her money. Which, I mean, how that stupid is sense. this lady? But so is that what happened? Like, she went, or I'm sorry. Rollins went to Mary after the fact, like after Charlotte died is when they came in contact, not like while she was in the hospital or anything. No, that's what she's saying. That's what he was that saying. Rollins tracked her down. Cause he also, won. here's something that some people were tweeting at us. Um, do we know, like, when did they ever say that Mary was Charlotte's oh, yeah. mom? And, no one actually really said that. Like, we all just filled in the blanks. It's sort of... The show definitely wants us to believe that. Whether or not it's one of those things where they want us to believe it, so it's definitely not true, or whether it is just like, well, okay... Well, she says that it was her daughter. But, I mean, we don't really... It's like, we haven't seen the receipts. I like that, the receipts. What is, what is that when you're... We haven't seen the receipts. We need a Maury who's the mommy. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Exactly. For real, though. Because it also doesn't make sense that she would take... We've talked about this, I feel, many times in the past. It doesn't make any goddamn sense that she would call herself... Give herself the last name Drake when she's trying to, like, disguise her identity. I think she was trying to disguise her identity. I think she was just trying to live away from everything. You know, if you're not yeah. in Rosewood, Drake don't mean a thing. Yeah, but I mean, coming to, like, hang out with the De Laurentiis family and be like, oh, BT Dubs, my last name is the your wife, mom's maiden name. That's yeah. weird. It was, like, such a poor choice by her. Like, she, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, wouldn't you're Kenny, not wrong. Kenny D would be like, oh, isn't that weird, sweetie, that you befriended this girl that has the same... Last, Last name. name is yeah. Your you're mom? not wrong. It's weird, guys. Everything is weird. I just feel like there are still so many lies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think there's like, there's there's uh, I don't know. There's something else going on here. I mean, obviously, I hope we learn more about. 
uh, Mary and Charlotte's relationship and everything. Here's what I want your opinion on. Great. What yeah. do you think about Ezra going to New York and telling his exes, like, parents, Hey, I'm dating somebody I'm dating else. else, I'm moving on. Because, was he engaged to her? I think they were engaged. I think they were. Weren't they? I think so they that, were. He's been, this is his third engagement. I'd be like, Ezra, is that even a new ring? <laughs> I forgot he was engaged before, and it was her fucking face. Yeah. And also, what a horrible Jackie. engagement, because he's just like, I need you to shut up and listen, and then I'll let you talk. It was so <laughs> weird. I don't feel like I processed that. I feel like I've watched this episode like five times, I was just saying to Sue, and I notice something new every time still. There's yeah. like a lot going on in this episode. Yeah, he's like, um, yourselves is gonna work. I'm gonna talk first. You can talk later. And then I'll talk like, what? Don't mansplain this proposal to me. <laughs> Fuck out of here. This is a it's ring. Me, the bitch. ring means marry me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I forgot he was, this is his third engagement. You know, I don't think it's, I actually thought that was lovely of him. I don't think that's weird. I just also think that it's weird that he was like, they were always more worried about me finding, like, being okay than her. And I'm just like, did her own parents kill her? Like, or did she, like, was, were they in on it? And she was just like, guys, Ezra is a creeper. He dated a high school girl. Then fucking was only dating her because he dated this other girl who was even younger than her. And then they were who like, disappeared. Oh, shit. Nicole, you gotta fake your own death. Yeah, and so she's <laughs> like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Tijuana and drink the worm and whatnot, and like, just tell him I died. Like, here <laughs> is some petty cash. Throw a funeral. <laughs> she's like really committed to that. And she's just like, I'll try. And they were like, you should raise his phone number so you don't butt dial him. And she's like, I'm not going to butt dial him. <laughs> I'm going to go like Angelina Jolie with some orphans and I'll be fine. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're in Cabo. That's really All funny. of a sudden. <laughs> like, I mean, listen, that's not, that gives me some ideas. For right? Because like don't I'm you feel like, because like, to me, I feel like that would be why his parents were always like, Oh, this poor schmuck Ezra. Right. She is out living it up. Right. In Turks and Caicos. <laughs> and you think she's dead. Oh, my God. You are so mentally disturbed. All right. I'm so excited for when Nicole shows up at the wedding or whatever is going to happen. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, we could all write this season to peel out, right? I mean, like, that's yeah. what's happening. I just also love that Emily's reasoning is just like... Somebody probably just found her phone. You should totes delete it. And also, Insane. of everyone in the friendship group, let's get Emily's opinion. Yeah. Emily's no been so... No one should ever be taking relationship advice from Emily. Hey, Emily, you uh, hooked up with a girl who loved to shower and somebody who tried to drown you. <laughs> what do you think about relationships? <laughs> <laughs> like, no. It's that... When she deleted the phone call, that was actually insane. Like, I feel like it's one of those things where, yes, we have to just, like, shelve. It, we, we just have to be like, okay, it's pretty little liars, things happen. But that, to me, seems like a crazier, yeah. like, it was a lie more for lies unbelievable. Sake. It's like a more crazy, unbelievable thing that is, like, 
to me than I'm trying to even say. Dollhouse. Yes. A, a human-sized dollhouse, which is a house. It's less crazy. Human-sized dollhouse, which is actually AKA just a house, <laughs> is less crazy to me than the idea that they think we would buy. That, yeah, that's just a decision that they would make and come to lightly. Oh, yeah, you should just definitely not only not tell Ezra, but delete the phone. What? And I love her Insane. logic. There it's was a funeral. There was a funeral. Oh, I've never been to a funeral for somebody that hasn't been right. dead. You went to two for Allie. Right. You went to two. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? People, it's Rosewood. People get buried by, alive by mistake all the time. Next week, we're going to find out that Rollins was. Wait, she went to two for Allie? The first episode was the Allie's burial, but then remember when they, like, oh, rediscover the yeah, body yeah, yeah, after yeah. Adam Lambert's confused sexuality? Right. Sexually confused Adam Lambert. Right, right. Oh, God, you guys. Do we trust Mary Drake? Do we believe her story? Are we buying it? I don't know. Like, I'm personally not buying it. I want to know more about her. Yeah. Like, was she really duped by the Rollins, or is it all lies? Um, I really don't know. I don't, I still don't know what to make of her. Yeah. I don't really, I, I don't know. Like, maybe, I could see it being that she was even, like, duping Rollins. I mean, I guess that's kind of still the world in Kilo we're living in, right? Because if they think, if they're still suspicious that Mary Drake could be AD, like the girls are, and I don't know if she is or if I'm even entertaining the idea she is, but I guess, I mean, that wouldn't have to mean that she was also, to an extent, I guess it wouldn't have to mean that she was duping Rollins. It's like, yeah, she could be the mastermind that is like, She's acting like Rollins duped her, but really, like, she could be the orchestra of this well, whole thing. She wasn't been the whole thing in the book that it was, like, Allie and Courtney were switching places, and it was, like, they find out about Courtney, and they think that Allie's the bad one, but then it was, right. Allie was really the good one, and Cor- like, one it was, things, like, one of those yeah. things where it was, like, a double switcheroo. Yeah. So maybe that this is Mrs. G. Yeah. The real Mrs. G. Yeah. And then... And maybe the twins dead? Or maybe she never... I don't even know anymore. I know, it's very confusing. Also, do you want to... Can I give you something to add to the confusion right now? Yes. Why not? Make my head explode. Get ready for this. It's going to explode. So, um... The oh shit! I haven't been checking up on Sherlock. Was she posting this week? No. Um, one had deadlines, and the other yeah. was um busy with something else. So well, I would love her hot take on this. The Twelfth Night was the book that they found in Rowan's yeah. apartment, and with, according to Wikipedia, because. Fuck if I've read any book that you would read. I have. I studied Shakespeare extensively, but I totally forget Twelfth Night. This is about um, the twins Viola and Sebastian, who are separated in a shipwreck. Viola, who is disguised as a boy, falls in love with Duke, who in turn is in love with the Countess Olivia. Upon meeting Viola, Countess Olivia falls in love with her, thinking she is a man. The play expanded on the musical. Okay, yeah, whatever. But interesting, right? So it's about so, twins and one disguising even her um, gender. Like, well, maybe is that playing into how whoever this person that's disguising him or herself as Rollins 
because at the end of this episode, we find out that someone is acting as Rollins out there in the world. Maybe like so that's why I was like, or is this? Well, I was like, what if Rollins is Bethany Young? Oh my god! Imagine! Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) I love that you just grabbed your boobs. I grabbed my boobs in excitement. I also I felt like a sharp like something was happening inside of them. I feel like it's <laughs> a heart attack. You're having a heart attack. The show is causing you to die. I literally <laughs> feel like Sue. I'm giving myself like a self-breasting <laughs> I know. I was just about to say. I was like, <laughs> guys, if you that. don't check yourself. I, I don't. You should. I know. Why? It's like awful that I don't. It's like literally awful that I don't. Okay, so we're going to go on a little tangent, because yeah. I did, and I found a lump once when I was, like, in my early 20s, oh, wow. and I had to go get um, a sonogram, so I went to a manogram. place in Queen, yeah, yeah, manogram, so, um, no, but actually, it was a sonogram of oh, my breast, because they yeah, just yeah, did yeah. The, the wand thing yeah. first, mm-hmm. and um, I went to a place in Queens where it was, like the least private place in the world. <laughs> they, like, put me in this hallway where I waited by myself, and there was, like, literally one chair in this narrow hallway. Then they call me in, and there's, like, three Russian women, were like, talking. Oh, my God. And then they're like, all right, sit down. And then they're like, okay, lay down. Take off the dress. And then I was like, the curtain. It's actually performance art. <laughs> it it kind of felt like that. performance art where they just, like, surprise, there's a theater, a black, you're in a black box theater. <laughs> But, like, my breasts are some of my best assets, so I was just, like, so scared, and I'm like, is everything okay? Is everything okay? And she's like, well, we're supposed to wait for doctor, but let me just tell you, you're fine. And she grabs (laughs) my breasts and shakes it and just goes, you just have lumpy breasts. (laughs) And I was just like... I'm relieved, but also weirded out that we've gotten to this point of friendship where you oh think it's okay God. to just shake my breast like that we're good is friends. hilarious. It was, and like there's people walking in and out of the room and like taking lunch orders. Like, I'm like, I don't even think you work here. <laughs> like, you want to look at my tit? This is great. Like, it was just so hilarious. And they then I went... Rest is okay. Yeah, so it's just really hard to tell if I have a lump or not because they're just lumpy. Well, and that's what I always feel like. It's one of those things where this is completely the wrong, this is counterintuitive, this is completely the wrong like way to think about it, but I feel like mine sort of are too, to the point where I'm like, what even is that? I almost feel like scared to like do it because I feel like every time I would just freak myself out. Because they are, yeah. like, there's stuff in there. But I guess they say, like, if you really find something that's, like, oh, that's a lump, like, you know. Kind of. I mean, like, right? I don't know. Like, Guys, really tell us like... about breast exams and breast cancer. Can someone come over and give me a breast exam? <laughs> if there's a doctor I'm sure, I'm sure our straight male listeners are just enjoying <laughs> I think all of our listeners are really appreciative of this. I Go right now and go Google self-breast exam, and you better do it if you don't. Guys can get breast cancer, too. It's true. Everyone touch your breasts. <laughs> All right. All right. Anywho. Um, this we took a really that? weird turn. I don't remember why um, we that, but I have another question. Okay. What's your question? Um, why is there a why car, is there car, car walking? <laughs> I was just going to say my question is, what were we talking about? I don't remember. Um, I have a question. Go. 
Why is no one more upset that the burner phone is a flip phone? <laughs> that is weird. I'm just like, art. Also, oh my gosh, this just popped into my head. Okay. I bet if we watched it, I bet if we turn it on, I'm gonna bet I'm probably wrong. But did you know, like, 555 used to be always the fake number yeah. that you show on TV? But that's not true anymore. Yeah, no, they like needed selling it. selling the 555 number or, yeah. like, allotting, allocating it. So now there's some very, very, very specific, like, one or two numbers or something that you can use as yeah. a fake number on TV. But wasn't on the burner phone a 555? Uh, I thought it was. Anyways. All that makes me think of is six 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 sixty six. Remember oh, six. <laughs> Sorry, that's a jingle for a cab. If you ever need a cab in New York and don't want to use Uber or Lyft, um, I hate the term burner apartment. Burner apartment's real annoying. Why don't they say like pied to terre or something like that, or just like hit an apartment? Yeah. Burner apartment. I just Weird. feel like that's lazy. Can't we find a different adjective? Yeah, I agree. I think they're, uh, my interpretation of it was like they thought it was cute. Like, I think they think it's a cute little, like, a burner phone, and then what is it, like, a burner apartment? But yeah, didn't Maybe really they're, like, it not, either. maybe they were all big burn yeah. notice fans. Yeah, it could be. Um, I broke my neck the curling iron real bad, and it's just, like, still hurting. Should it still be hurting? Because dying? you're touching it. You're well, not supposed to touch it. I started touching it. I started touching it. Stop touching it. Stop touching it. Everything hurts. I'm grabbing every part of it. I'm grabbing my neck with one hand and my boob with the other hand. Guys, stop. This is a full entertainment show tonight. I bought Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Band-Aids for it, though. Oh, can I really quick say something about Emily and the testing? Yeah. Okay. I have a question about Emily and AD taking the test for her. But first, can I just very briefly share an anecdote that if Kelly Noonan listens to this, um, I think she'll appreciate. So Emily sleeps through her test. Or not the whole way through, but she's like, she sleeps in and she's late. So she no, misses her test. She or she's dates like, through her test, yeah, basically. She's like, exactly. She's like canoodling through her test. So I am, anyone who knows me, like I'm super... OCD, type mm-hmm. A, insane, like, just... You're diagnosed OCD. I'm diagnosed OCD, so it's not even, so you know it's true. Um, but I was just always, like, had to get A's, like, even if I got a B, that was upsetting for me. Like, I was totally that girl. Understandable. So when I went to uh, college, it just, the irony, and that's probably not even the right way to use the word, but you guys will understand the colloquial, like, interpretation of irony. I slept through halfway through my very first test in college ever it was for pre-calc or whatever math I was taking then and I was like this can't be a thing that Chelsea White did like how is this a real (laughs) thing that's happening in real life that my very first test of freshman year of college ever I walked in halfway through I mean I didn't walk in I run and I'm so like I'm trying to be normal but you can tell yeah. I'm like freaked I'm flustered and I went to like a really competitive college so it was like un- like it probably yeah. sometimes people listening you're like it's college like get over it like everyone's like sleeping through a test but this was like a really intense like college and it was like such a big deal and I run in and I'm like all flustered and I ended up like I did terrible on the test but the guy let me take it Dr. Zoo if you're listening good old Dr. Zoo XU <laughs> but Kelly Noonan we were not friends yet and she was in that class. And so she, we didn't end up meeting and being friends till second semester of freshman year. And then she like put it together and she was like, are you the fucking girl? 
Are you the pre? Are you the pre-calc girl who like ran in halfway through the test? I'm like, oh my god, you were in that class, and she was like, yes, that's all. That's cute. And, right? And then she was always like, you're that crazy girl who ran in and was like all freaked out. I was like, I wasn't that freaked out. She was like, you, you were freaked out. I was like, oh. Well, She's I'm like, sure. Oh, yeah, we're always like the test girl. I was like, oh no. Well, I'm sure also you like were the personification of everyone's nightmare. True, that too. I don't know. Kelly's pretty laid back. She was like, who's the girl? <laughs> who's the girl who's mad upset about the test? Go back to sleep. Anyway, um, why did, though, AD take... What What is that all about? What are we supposed to like learn from the fact that AD wanted to have Emily's test be like taken and do well on it? Is it just so he can he or she can punish Emily later by like holding it over her head somehow? Is it just literally to like fuck with them and freak them out that like hey I can I have power I can do shit? Is it like he or she is somehow attached to the Hollis College that he or she has that ability? I don't even think is it, it is like, Hollis. Oh really? It's I think just like some they other, said some other school. Yeah, or was school. it Hollis? Maybe, I, don't I don't know, guys. I don't know. We get facts wrong all the time. <laughs> Literally all the time. It's not a fact-based podcast. Um, anyway. No, it's think? literally a podcast called We're Getting Drunk and Watching a Show for <laughs> Teenagers. Um, I think that uh, it's really just a way to bring A back, and they went old school quite literally with it. Yeah. You know, like, let's... How do we show that A is still around them? Yeah. A took a test. That's something, like, so old, A. It's so old. And, like, the thing that's really interesting to me is that um, it felt very Mona A. It did. And she was just like, somebody knows that we were there. And I was like, um, look around the room. Only person who don't know is Mona. Right. And you've left her out again. Like, when are these girls going to get... To stop leaving Mona out of things. Yeah. Like, Mona is the shit. Yeah. Mona is the dark knight of Rosewood. Yes. Would you say I shouted that out on the bustle thing? Yes. Like Chris Lambert. Chris Lambert. Chris Shout out the dark knight of Rosewood. Like, why aren't you calling on Mona? Yeah. My big thing with Emily and Arya this episode, though, is what is their ship name? <laughs> like, there's Team yeah. Sparia, there's yeah. Spemily, there's... I don't know what Hannah and Emily are. Hamlin? Hemily. Hemily. <laughs> Which is Arya and Emily. Uh, Arly? Arly. Amaria? Amaria. Amaria's fun. Amaria's fun. Amaria, like, might be my daughter's name. Yeah. I'm never having children, so someone else No, I was that, just thinking, I was like, that's Amaria. a pretty name. Guys, Amaria. if anyone's pregnant with a girl on this po- listening to this podcast, Cons- Amaria. Consider Amaria. Just consider it. Just, you can have you, it. You don't even have to be team Amaria. No. Because um, they're the stupidest. They're, but they're you can still keep living your life with that. Um, what else? Let's see. I noted that uh, Mary dresses a little like Spencer. I feel like people have said that. Maybe we've even said that. But I just thought that was like this episode with her like jacket. It just felt very Spencer. Spencer's outfit was crazy this episode, too. Yeah. She had like pants that were too short on. And then it was like she was trying. It's like. I don't know, and I'm not saying I'm, like, all up on the latest fashion trends, but it felt to me some, like, 
a trend that isn't yet. Or she was trying to, like, make the pants yeah. be a thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, are these pants a thing? She was asking. Yeah. Am I wearing them? No, Spencer, they're not. They're not a thing. Um... We didn't talk last last week about the Toby Wan Kenobi joke. Oh my god! Um, so people had a lot of. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. Ugh, so I'm of the camp of meh. Yeah. Either way, it made me uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable. Well, it because was too much for me. The thing that kind of made me weirded out is, I almost wish. It, like, harkened back to something in their relationship. Like, uh, oh, remember when we were dorky kids and loved that? Yeah. Or something. And, first of all, very strong side note. You are not a dork if you love Star, right. Star Wars. <laughs> right. You are a great person. And even if you like Star Trek. Right. You're a great, smart uh, person, and I think you're awesome. But it's just, like, the, the nomenclature of just being a dork if you like. Yeah. You know, like, and they're, yeah. they were both smart outsider kids. Something that they would like. But it was just, it just felt so like random pop culture it almost feels like something that they've called him backstage or in oh, the writer's yeah. room and they decide to bring it to the to the show little, like, so i feel themselves. like it was almost like an inside baseball thing that we didn't we're not privy to yeah. um her delivery i think is just what like it was too like meow, meow, pouty wine wine like weird yeah that's what bothered me about it it was it just made me feel weird <laughs> it made me feel weird so Toby, so Jenna says, Emily, I know you've been going to school. Toby told me. Right. But then we had that time with Toby and her where they were like, oh, three years ago we tried to be cool again and then we weren't. Right. So definitely that was her lying. (sighs) Right? Right? Like a cover. Doesn't part of you just kind of want Toby to be playing this super long con now? I would love this. I was all in on Toby being gay. I love Toby, and it's, like, not like I want him to be bad or something, but I don't know. It was just fun. I would love that. And, I like, then I was just thinking, I was like, well, she got somebody else to be a cop for her. What's his face? Felicia. Um, Oh, my God, yeah. Halloween train. Halloween train. uh, Garrett. Yes, thank you. So I was like, what if... He really didn't become a cop for Spencer, but he came became a cop for Jenna, and, like, he's yeah. been helping Jenna all along. Oh, my God, imagine. And it really has been something that they're, they have between us, them. Like, I don't know. It was just something that, like, really piqued my interest. That'd be fun. Um, I love the Jenna shower team up. No, I mean, no con. Yeah. Because was, like, everything to everyone. I still don't get what's specifically wrong with Shower's hands. It's her just burned, I guess. But she was, like, able to, like, yeah. wave. I was, like, I before they were, like, she can't drive, she can't sign things, but now she can. It's just, it's always been confusing. And what a weird, like, choice for them to be, like, let's make her hands be weird. I don't know. It's just a weird injury. Like, it just seems like a weird... I don't know. CB Kynan is uh, Why texting is you. Why is CB Kynan texting me? She's telling me not... So I... Well, whatever. I won't go off on another tangent. I'll offline if you have other All right. Um, th- but it, keeping on the idea of shower and um, Jenna, I kind of like that the, the pickup line was kind of like, 
nice mutual tormentors want to fuck. It was just kind of like, hey, you know how we were both bullied by the same person? <laughs> yeah. Let's just, like, fucking eat a bunch of cherries and get sour with it. Like, <laughs> and, like, I, I really want to have um, one of our lesbian pals come on and tell us if cherries is a thing or if sour is a thing. Is that, like, a code name? It's kind true. of like sure. how, like, in the gay community they have, like, bears and seals and right. twinks oh, and like funny. those like, are you a sour girl and yeah like some sort of like preference yeah so and are they gonna have a threesome with noel khan i mean wouldn't you love to be nothing's a fly s- on the wall in that room kind of <laughs> not really i just would be there for like noel to take off his pants and i'd be like noted and then walk out <laughs> No, just fly out. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, let's see. It's... Um, Emily and Arya leave their prints everywhere. Oh, my God. When Toby's God. just yeah. like, hey, did you touch anything? And, like, Arya just shows them, like, the money and the passport and the Twelfth Night. But she, they aren't, like... Oh shit, our DNA is everywhere. Right. Yeah. Like, we literally might as well have peed in the place and left our fucking IDs on the floor. What do you think? I mean, like, what's, what is Toby gonna do to clean up that situation, or we're just gonna pretend it never happened? Because, I mean, they touched everything. Like, what's, what story is Toby gonna tell? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The whole thing's crazy. The whole thing's crazy i guess no crazier than anything else it's still less crazy than that time that aria deleted a call from her oh my god boyfriend's dead ex i mean fiance this episode might as well have been called aria montgomery spectacular idiot yes <laughs> like the whole, and also i said this too right when we were watching um them getting engaged or him proposing is like the least interesting thing that happened this whole episode Oh, absolutely. There's so much fun things in this episode. Well, first of all, I really didn't think anybody else was going to propose. Right. Well, we were speculating. The only thing I was thinking was maybe, I mean, because it would have to be something that could be easily and dramatically ruined, right? So, like, obviously Ezra and Arya is great because then Nicole's obviously going to be alive. Or um, Spencer and Caleb, like, mm-hmm. the, because then, of course, he's going to ultimately... Or Hannah and Lucas. Oh, my God, yeah. I just... I want Lucas to come back. I think it was stupid of Emily to leave Gummy Bear alone in Lucas's place. <laughs> I don't trust her. Um, what else? I think... You know... I really do think that we're supposed to believe that Mary Drake is on our side. You think so? Because she um, rips the the part of Rollins's face in that right. picture. She's it's trying to signify like I'm as mad at him as the rest of you. And I just feel like if we were supposed to believe that she wasn't on our side she would have ripped the alley part yeah right yeah true and that was just for us i guess it's a good point and that was like only for us like the audience to see so sure 
scratching an itch on her back, and she's just delighted. <laughs> I am like a dog right now. Just you the got same it. happiness. Oh. All right, any oh, hoodle. I didn't notice until, again, this is the fifth or sixth time I've watched this. But I don't know, sometimes also I'll have it on, and it's like you're not totally paying attention. Oh, totally. You're like kind of yeah. watching it, but not really. You, you know, that old chestnut. But I, this is the first time I noticed that Allie found that coat in her closet with that note from AD. I don't know how I missed that ever. Oh, time. wow. So now, in the next episode, it's going to be like brand new drama that she's pissed. Or no, wait, did they already say, does she already know that all of her friends think she killed Charlotte? Yeah. Aria said that to her, right? I think so, but I'm not sure. I think she knows. But also, probably, that's still a new layer. I don't think she totally realized that, like, oh, they gave, like, a coat as evident. You know, like, that might be, yeah. like, make it, like, a little worse. Well, yeah, I mean, even if she did know, it's still kind of shitty to be reminded. Yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, nobody trusts you. Everyone right. thinks you're crazy. Which... May I remind everyone, is totally fine. Because she a crazy bitch. Well, I mean, and she literally said, she's just like, after all the lies I told, you right. think I would be better at spotting a liar. Yeah, you would think. And it's just like, that is true, Allie. She's the worst. And that also makes me wonder, so Noel, the last time we saw him, he was working with Allie. Yeah. 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 So is there something, like, is Allie in on it with Shower and Jenna and Noel because let's think about it guys who didn't get put in the dollhouse Yeah. who like wasn't transported with the girls you know like yeah. all that shit like I just I hate how I they're trying to make us forget I just hate anytime they're like trying to make Allie sympathetic or trying to be like oh don't worry about how she was like evil for so long I just never forget I, I also miss it. Evil Allie. Yeah. Evil Allie, like, Allie was such a good bitch, and she was really good in this yeah. episode. I do think that, like... Being a bitch to Mary Drake. And just also, like, freaking out about the money, and yeah. just being, like, a cunt. Yeah. A cunt with this room and this house and this money. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just also so weird that Mary walks in, and she's just like, did he leave you this mess? And it's like, she went out and came back. Did you not check the whole house? Yeah. Why were you not checking this whole house? Like, of course you must have walked into this room, noticed that it was immaculate, and now all of a sudden she's literally, you just heard something break. Yeah. She's ransacking this room. Yeah. But it makes me wonder, like, maybe Mary doesn't have her elevator all the way going to the top, you know? Maybe she doesn't. Maybe, Maybe she's she, a little cuckoo bananas, yeah. and we don't even know. It could be. Maybe she, like, was rightfully in the, whatever, Radley. Maybe somebody went to Radley and was rightfully there. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine if that were the case. Well, Mona. True. But, like, yeah, that borderline personality disorder. Gets ya. <laughs> It'll get ya. Um, I think that's all my notes. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, let's see, Tyrone, my cat friend is texting me. Tyrone, cat friend. It's Tyrone, cat friend. Tyrone, cat friend is the friend. Okay, I'll go on the quick tangent. Yesterday when I went, took Erin out for her birthday, 
Well, she took me out because she won tickets to a Broadway show, which was great. Fun. The Allison Bechdel show, Fun Home. It was really good. Oh, cool. I've it heard great, great things about it. So we went to that, and but the train was stopped for a long time because it was so rainy and there's water in the tunnel. This is oh, yeah. To the end of the city. So I finally was like, okay, it's a moment of truth. I can sit here and hope it moves in the next 15 minutes, or I can just get in a cab, but it's pouring rain. There aren't, like, everyone's trying to get a cab. Like, I was like, this is a nightmare. So this guy got to a cab right before me, and I was like, oh, shit. And he's like, yo, let's, like, just let's take it together. Where are you going? Let's go. And so hopped in, mm-hmm. started telling me his life story, crazy story, crazy story about him and his wife, crazy story about, like, he used to work in the World Trade Center and, like, quit in April of 2001. Whoa. And, like, just all this crazy shit. Lives a couple blocks from me. And so then we exchanged numbers. He was like, yeah, like, you don't know me anything. Just pop out of the cab. Enjoy your show. And I'm like, you're the best. He's like, yeah, paid for it sometime. I, like, I, we got, like, oh, the wow. sick penthouse apartment in my place. Me and my wife. We got two kids. But we're always trying to barbecue. Like, you should bring some friends. Come on over. Like, Whoa. bring some wine. And that's how you can pay me back for the cab. Like, bring some wine and some friends. We'll um, so we're going over to Tyrone's yeah, place Yeah, so later. Tyrone cab friend. Uh, All right. That's. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh-oh. Who knows what he's texting me about? Just probably just friendly cab friend chat. Um, anywho. California is a burning. Oh, no. State of emergency for Los Angeles and Monterey oh, counties no. due to sand no, fire. No, no, no. Oh, no. Guys. If you guys are there, be safe. Yeah, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's awful. That's just the worst news ever. That's I horrifying. hope everybody's safe. Stay shelter in place or don't i don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation but please be safe um that's way less fun than cab friends yeah sorry my (laughs) my like phone alerts are just like oh here's something terrible and chelsea's just like hey i met somebody amazing who's uh (laughs) wonderful and random act of kindness so you know you take the good you take the bad guys (laughs) all right Um, you guys is there so gun to your head oh or cabernet? Like if we threaten your cabernet, we haven't done this in a while. Who's AD? Ugh. Are mean, we being stupid? Is it really just Archer Dunhill? I hope it's not actually Archer Dunhill, unless Archer Dunhill is um, Bethany Young and uh, Shower Harvey in one person. And that's actually who Archer... It's both of them together. Like, one is sitting on the other's shoulders, and then they're wearing, like, the disguise and the face. You know, it'll be, like, a real Scooby-Doo situation. That's what I would love. Um, I want it to be Ashley Marin, and her real name is Drake. Oh, my God! (gasps) What? I'm just going from left field. Just We haven't seen enough Ashley, but, like... I miss the mom so much. Oh my gosh, also, I feel like I don't want to jinx stuff, but we have two potential, if you guys have been looking at our Twitter, we've got some really exciting people interested to come join us. You probably know two people in particular that we have been in talks with to come on this podcast as early as, right now we have them scheduled for, a special guest scheduled for next week and a special, special guest scheduled for the following week, August 9th. 
But as always, you know, I don't we'll want to officially say it because schedules always shift. But that's why you should follow in. Cabernet and A on Twitter oh, and at the Sue Funk and at the Chelsea White. Just check it because out. you never know who's going to be talking to us in the PLL universe. You just never know. You never know, you guys. But you and know you can talk to us in the PLL you universe can. about the PLL universe by talking to us on Twitter. Or on Snapchat. We love Snapchat. Or, um, Send me your cat snaps. A lot of you do. It I love a cat heart. snap or a dog snap. Anyway, love you guys, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, boy. Where, where is it? Hold All right. All right. Okay. All right. Now for real. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?